Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hello, everyone. It's time to eat, drink, and be merry with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's second Tuesday food, wine, and travel show with the International Food, Wine, Travel Writers Association. So every second Tuesday, we get to talk with uh, their associate members. So these are destinations and organizations all connected with the food, wine, and travel industry. And I encourage you to go to their website, ifwtwa.org. And then every second Friday, we get to chat with travel writers. So we love the second Tuesday and second Friday because we get to go across the country and around mm-hmm. the world. And today we are going to Skagit Valley. I always thought it was Skagit. But if you go on this website, Genuine Skagit Valley, which is Skagit, <laughs> you'll watch a video on the agriculture in this area. And um, you'll learn that it's Skagit Valley and probably everybody else knows it's Skagit Valley. And I just now learned it today. But GenuineSkagitValley.com is the website and is the website for an amazing organization that represents the farmers of this region. And we're very excited to have Blake Van, Fe- Van Field. Is it? I wanted to call you Vanderfeld. I don't know what's going on, Blake, but I'm just going to change all your names around everywhere. <laughs> I do this to everybody. Just don't feel alone. But Van Field, right? I was like, Vanderfeld. You know. I, I am. My maiden, though, is is in that Dutch realm. My maiden. Okay. Name, so so you you maybe know something there. So. Mm-hmm. OK, Van Field, though, that mm-hmm. and you're representing agriculture like seriously. That's perfect. Correct. That's correct. That's perfect. So Skagit Valley. So mm-hmm. when we were in Anacortes this year, when we drove in before we got to Anacortes itself, there were fields, there were agriculture, there were little farms and there were mm-hmm. geese everywhere and tr- mm-hmm. um, what do you call it? Swans. We, mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen that many swans and they're trumpeter swans um, in That's a field yeah. for years. So kind of give us a, an idea of where the, this is all north of Seattle. Correct. Kind of give us a, a, like a, an overview of where to go. Sure, sure. We're about an hour and a half drive north of Seattle. And the Skagit Delta, speaking of when you were visiting here earlier in spring, is a mecca for migratory fowl. So Mm -hmm. thousands upon thousands of migratory ducks, geese, waterfowl come to our area in the winter. And, And we do have a, in some regards, I would say we celebrate that as birds of winter. And um, it's stunning, cool. especially when you do see those white swans yeah. wow. descend upon a field. And, and the flocks, they're, they're huge. So we do attract birders from around the world. We also have the highest concentration of raptors in North America. No, we wow. did see bald eagles out there. Mm-hmm. Bald eagles. Which was amazing. Everywhere. They're incredibly common. Um, wow. And I would say it is our farmland. It's our agriculture that does so much to support this natural ecosystem. Also, too, we still maintain the five native species of salmon 
in our watershed. And we're the only one in the Puget Sound region that still does so. Oh, wow. wow. So this is about, it looks like, and going on your website, everyone, a genuine Skagit Valley, S-K-A-G-I-T, you know, so it, listen, Washington State and all the different names was a whole other experience. So <laughs> what is it, Macaletto, Macalito? I don't know, yeah. like, you know, yeah. and it's not Kamano, it's Kameno. So mm-hmm. anyway, you know, we learned a lot, but um, and what's the best way to learn is to go there. But it seems I know we, Sherry Wyatt's been on the show and also through IFTWA. Mm. Um, we always talk about Washington state as a whole seems to be very ev- environmentally conscious. And, mm-hmm. you know, the area like we were talking about, here's all these, you know, Canadian geese and here's all these swans and, you know, there's seagulls walking down the street like they own it. Like <laughs> They're almost like dogs in the way they do it. So but it seems like you, your agriculture... <laughs> works hand in hand with nature. Am am I right in that? Or just, I mean, you wouldn't have the birds, right? And just by having the open space, we cultivate 90,000 acres in the Skagit Delta. Also, when you get up towards the North Cascades, there's beautiful ranches, orchard, Mm -hmm. and other veins of agriculture east of I-5. Okay. And so Mm -hmm. is it also, do you think, good? Because it seems that you have a diverse collection of farming so it's like there's potatoes I didn't know that I thought everything was apples but that's not true and and wine (laughs) but there's potatoes and beets and and flowers oh the tulips Mm -hmm. we grow over 80 commercial crops and good for you for I will compliment you on first saying Skagit so really good job there (laughs) okay and and also points for potatoes so they Mm -hmm. are our number one grossing crop uh we supply 95 percent of Washington state's red potatoes red potatoes Mm. do beautifully here because we're right next to the ocean and the sea we have a maritime climate we have cool summers and that allows that beautiful red color to develop ah yeah but also you know, we, because of that diversity and richness, it, it is, I would say, you know, for instance, some other regions, for instance, Napa Valley, or you think of Tillamook cheese, and that's generally one product. And here we have over 80. And so it, it is, it is sharing what this bounty is and how important these crops are to our community and our heritage. You know, and I think that's the diversity is what allows nature to work better. Then it's one big place of monocrop, right? Because I was even, I think it's Hughes Farm mm-hmm. um, that was on there that is raising the, the grains for breweries. Correct. So we yeah. have a really cool. innovative. I know. Isn't this cool? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yes. So all ports, the port of Skagit. And has invested heavily in value-add agriculture. And so what I love is I I feel like it's one of the only ports where you can go and they have these beautiful jogging trails through the woods where they also have breweries, a bakery, uh, Skagit Valley Malting is located there. So many different value-add processing that you can actually go get a fresh loaf of bread, um, grab a beer. There's a farm-to-table restaurant. And this is all at a port where there's an airport. What, um, what port is this? Is it so Skagit, Port Skagit? Yeah. Where, where, where would we go? Like uh, Close to Berlin. So, okay, so that's a little north of, you wouldn't be going towards Anacortes, you go a little north. A little west and a little north. Yep. Mm. We have to come back now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, 
Mm-hmm. It's apparently we're lost. <laughs> where, where I was going with that is is yeah. so they helped to coalesce diff, different industries that really can help process our mm-hmm. our agricultural goods, which is key to a vibrant mm-hmm. economy. And Skagit Valley Malting is a craft premium malt malter hmm, company that makes malt and. Mm-hmm. Uh, they so they work with a lot of farmers who would otherwise be growing these rotational crops for feed. So obviously they oh. can pay more for barley and for different grains that they utilize than what would otherwise be grown for animal feed. Mm. And and so oh. that is 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 perhaps what what you were referencing when talking about Hughes. So not only does Hughes grow potatoes, but potatoes are a crop that that needs to be rotated every three to four years. So obviously other things to be rotating through and grain is a very important part of that. Wow. That's interesting because again, that helps the earth, that nature. Yeah. And soil soil sustainability is critical. We have the top 2% of soils in the world here. So the farmers do a remarkable job to take very good care of it. So where do the products go? I mean, are they staying mostly locally or is that part of the port helping you knowing that things need to get shipped out? They, they are sold around the world. So we do have products that are national leaders. For instance, our bulb industry, uh, you may have heard about our, our world famous tulip festival. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Our county grows more tulip bulbs than any other county in the nation. Wow. So that is also a very important industry, floriculture, horticulture, in addition to our potatoes. Cool. And the other thing I was saying that it's seeds as well. That's another part of your industry is not just here's the product, but here's the seeds. Mm-hmm. That's we cool. Grow, uh, we we a large percentage worldwide of beet, spinach, and cabbage seed. Hmm. I would ever wow. think, you know, I I wish we I wish I knew about hmm. you. <laughs> I'm like, I want to go on a farm tour, and that's something that's really cool. Number one, people understanding where food is coming from is, is really good. You know, uh, is there an initiative for like labeling so people know where they're getting these potatoes and, and things like that? And that's where Genuine Skagit Valley comes in. We launched into the public sphere in 2019. But before okay. that, it was years of effort and collaboration amongst many stakeholders. We were designated an innovation partnership zone in 2013 by the Washington State Department of Commerce. And in that, they decided to focus on the terroir, the land, the agriculture, and the value-add products that do so much to share the quality and diversity and and really of, of what is grown here. And so with that, we put the Genuine Skagit Valley Initiative together in order to certify Skagit grown and made goods. And also through visibility, increase the viability of our farming goods and community. So, you know, what's interesting with all this diversity that you have with all these different, you know, the flowers, the vegetables, the seeds, what about herbs? Oh, absolutely. We do have, I think also something I'd like to share is that yes, we do have large farms and we also have smaller operations, family farms that are doing an incredible job of breeding highly 
innovative and artisan products to the market. And so we do have growers here that are growing culinary herbs as well as medicinal herbs. That's what I was seeing on your website. It just seems so diverse. And for people to understand, like I was saying, you know, where, where everything is coming from, whether it's being shipped out. But um, I was looking, okay, so you have the big festival, the flower festival every year, mm-hmm. in tulips. And everyone's telling me, you've got to go to the daffodil fields. You've got to go to the yeah. tulips. And I'm, cool, you can have wine. Because you got wine out there in your areas too. I, you know, I would say our we have several incredible breweries, and we do have a handful of wineries. We're we're known more for our beer because we have such fertile soil. This isn't a large grape growing region, mm. um, so we do we have three wineries um, that do put together some beautiful wines. Generally, I would say varieties that are grown east of the cascade those some do have a handful of lines that are with their their own estate grapes does seafood go under agriculture it does so ah that's interesting is where you're growing a crop it's just growing it in the ocean so if you look at county lines a lot you know if you do border the Mm -hmm. ocean do go out into the sea. So for instance, we work with two wonderful shellfish companies that, that grow oysters, grow clams, harvest Dungeness crab. Seafood is a very important and prominent part of our community, which you probably saw in Anacortes. It's a- yeah, very much. <laughs> Unfortunately, Nancy and I are both allergic to fish and seafood and oh. everybody kept going, you need to go get the crab, it's the season. And I'm like, we can't, but we can look oh, no. at it. So, I'll, you know, so that was a bit of a bummer, but you know, the, I just want to go back to membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. There's this, and I know, like, like I said, Sherry's been on the show so many times, but we always talk about sense of place. And when you think about travelers and tourism, it's so important about number one, supporting farmers. That's a huge, it's huge. But like you're, you know, you've got the grains going to the brewery, like that's so cool. I mean, you're going to actually drink beer from the region. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You've got, you know, it's, it's, I don't know if they do hops out there. Do they do hops we or do. is that more in Oregon? Great question. Washington is actually the nation's number one supplier of hops. However, most are grown east of the Cascades. We do have a company here, Hops Gadget, that grows locally grown hops. And so we do have some beer that is extraordinarily, and spirits. Spirits are doing beautifully here. Also working with Skagit Valley Malting and the creation of vodka, gin, whiskey. Um, you can but, use potatoes too. I'm just <laughs> and and the potatoes, yes. And so we do. We have these spirits and beers that are sometimes extraordinarily hyper local, like made with products literally within a 10 mile radius. We also have one brewery that takes it a step further and does all wild yeast ferments. That's so they amazing. cultivated their own strain of Skagit yeast that they utilize in their products. That's amazing to me when you think about how close you are, like as a traveler coming in, you can mm-hmm. see the fields mm-hmm. and then go taste it, right? That's mm-hmm. super cool. And the carbon footprint is 
like not there really when you think about it it is very small even with our shellfish producers some actually hand harvest they're not using a boat and they keep it very very local and so sell only within you know i would say a skagit even maybe sinohomish area um so it, it and also too we have several farm stands a, a lot of time, what's interesting is that Skagit's high season is known as spring when we have our tulip festival and harvest time when the pumpkins are out. A lot of farm activities are available, oh, cool. farm tours. It's a great time to visit. And so we initiated Farm Stand Fresh, a campaign to keep bringing people out to our Skagit farms, keep them on the radar and really learn how to access our local foods fresh from the farm stand and to connect with our growers. See, that's important, too. And I think for kids, especially to be able to see where things are grown. Mm -hmm. I think in adults, like we start to lose the value. It's like everything is just grab and go, eat, grab and go and just slow down. Actually, your whole area is really good about just like take a few steps down and chill and Mm -hmm. actually taste your food. You know, Mm -hmm. it was like I just saw a Facebook story, I think, or Instagram reel of some woman going, this is me thinking about when people actually chewed at their food till applesauce consistency. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, you know, that's good. That's brilliant. I was like, do we, you know, so it's kind of that. And when you are so local, you start to actually, I think, taste, you start to go, let me actually taste my food. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Let, let me just slow down. Think about the farm I just came from. Like you get that sense memory. So when you're eating, you know, something from the potatoes let's go back there and you're eating those red potatoes and you've seen the farm and you've gone through the farm stands on on this tour like you've got like a whole tour but when you eat that that food the taste is going to elevate i swear it's going to elevate just because you've been there you know and it it is it's it's so fresh and we do provide an opportunity in july and august where anyone who visits one of our participating farm stands of which we have 17 this year there are so many in the Skagit Valley and uh, they can go ahead and sign up to connect with one of our local chefs or culinarians and get a free 15 minute one-on-one. We call them chef chats, a zoom. So you can come away with some great ideas of how to cook this basket of bounty that you've just taken from Skagit Valley and to just get some refreshers and inspiration on, on working with the fresh foods that we have here. And I, and I would like to note too, we also have some beautiful flower stands. So fresh flowers are becoming a very important specialty crop here in Skagit. That's cool. That's cool. And, you know, so the whole chef shot, I think that is amazing because people are like, okay, now I've got this and I don't know what, what am I going to do with this? I'm used to this and now I'm going to try something new, you know? So what are some of the products that, that are being, you know, farmed, you know, raised that people may go, I'm not sure what this is and I've never cooked with it. Ah, you know, I'm going to talk about one I just had and it was new to me. And I've been in the food and farm and culinary world for a number of years. I just had leek scapes. So these are the steps, like leeks, leekscapes that come up before a leek goes into bloom and they're thick and they are delicious. They're sweet. They're creamy. You can put them on the grill. You can roast them in the oven. Um, so if you think about it, it's like a sweet, creamy, 
slightly like a tiny little leek taste they're about maybe the size of asparagus spears that would go really well with potatoes oh yes oh like in a soup oh it's sounding good a little cheese no no, like uh uh-huh yeah this is good because I think even like when you start getting different beets you start getting you know these different you know it's like what is that you know and you and a lot of times in grocery stores how many I say this on the show all the time leeks is one of them because I buy leeks and I love yeah. to make soup with leeks, you know, yeah. it's my yeah. thing, leek soup, potatoes, yeah. And how many times are you at the grocery store? If you're actually going through a checkout, <laughs> when someone's at the checkout, then people go, I don't know what this is. And I'm like, how do you not know what a leek is? And they don't know what a leek is. And that's, that's kind of the thing why, why I love when agricultural, you know, agriculture comes together as a community to connect with the communities wherever we are in the world because we we I think we've forgotten and we'll end up with just one kind of turkey or just one kind of leek if we don't have this diversity of, of what you're doing in Skagit Valley. You and, know, and we, also, did, we also, did lose all our turkeys. You know, we really did almost lose the variety of turkeys that we could have for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Poor turkeys. <laughs> and and even we have a gentleman that's growing chestnuts and walnuts. And has 40 different wow. trees. It's incredible. So there is, there is that variety. And then for instance, we have one farmer that's growing a heritage strain of pork of a, the Gloucestershire pig. Um, they have an extraordinarily flavorful, wonderful fat content. And, and so revisiting these, these things that have been grown for a number of years and that have the taste quality because they're grown oh. for taste And that's what our farmers are doing, especially the ones that have the farm stands, because they're not shipping these items. They're not sending them. So you can go out. Not only does the farmer really know how to cook these things and use these things, but also they taste incredible and they last longer in your fridge because you're getting like, I just went and got a flat of strawberries that literally had been picked three hours prior. And you can't, you can't beat the taste from something freshly picked. Mm -mm. No, you can't. That is amazing. So strawberries too. Oh, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. So this uh, farm stand fresh, this, this whole, you know, farm stand tour that you can do, you have Mm -hmm. maps and everything that people can access off the website, but this is something that happens every year. So I know it's new this year, but I know if people listen to our podcast, you know, Christmas time or something, they can plan for next year. Yeah. Yep. And everything is, is on our website. Also, a lot of our farm stands there, because we do have this mild climate, some of them are open almost all year round. And oh. we have one farm stand that specializes in winter vegetables. So even though our, our campaign may be drawing to a close, a lot of the farm stands do remain open and have incredible, amazing products available to the public. I mean, sometimes the height of harvest season is September, even into October. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And then do you have farm farmers markets or do you not need them if you have the farm stands? We have great farmers markets here. So in our main urban centers, our towns, Mount Vernon, Anacortes, Burlington, Cedar Woolley. Um, I know I, I'm concrete. I'm, I'm, I'm missing some, but I would say almost in every town there is a fantastic local farmers market. And then do the farmers ever sell to local markets? Absolutely. So our Skagit Valley Food Co-op does a tremendous job working with our local farming community. Um, I would say they have 
almost everything in their their store is at least within the fresh fresh market and produce is locally sourced oh that's cool now do any of the farms do events because i know some farms like you were talking about pumpkins and everything and i'm going how many families go out pick the pumpkin go on a tractor ride that kind of thing does that happen Absolutely. So Skagit Acres does a wonderful harvest festival, which is tied to Tulip Town. Shoe Farms is probably one of our best known harvest festival, pumpkin patches, corn maze, hay rides, you name it. And and these are also, they're working farms. Mm. Their primary uh, objective, their primary goal is that they're, they're growing food to go to market. Yeah. So it, it really is an authentic experience. That's cool. And, you know, I think what's so great about this conversation, too, is when we think about, you know, agriculture in Washington State, we think of wine and we <laughs> think of apples and seafood, right? Very good. So, thing. Yeah. But, you know, to think about all this diversity, I had no idea about potatoes. We always think Idaho has that, right? We don't. Sure. Yeah, so this is a really, I'm really glad to learn about this, and I know our audience will too, so very cool. So everyone, the website, all right, genuineskagitvalley.com, and that Skagit is S-K-A-G-I-T, and say what with the other, you were saying you were like west of I can't say the word snow Squamish. Squamish? Oh, we're, we're a little north of Snohomish. Snohomish, uh, okay. Yeah. Yep. So again, about an hour and a half north of Seattle and about an hour and a half south of Vancouver, BC. So we're, we're sandwiched between these beautiful, incredible um, metropolitan centers. And, uh, and, and, and within that, it is important to say that we are the uh, last remaining agricultural valley in the Puget Sound region. Wow. So, so, doing as much as we can to support our, our farming community is it's important. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us, everyone. Uh, Blake Van Field, not Vanderfelt, but you know, it, it could happen. <laughs> it's you okay. never know. We'll just give her some wine and, you know, change her name on her, <laughs> but she does belong in a field. Obviously she likes fields and to promote them and what grows in fields. Uh, also, we want to thank the international food wine travel writers association, Go to ifwtwa.org. And as I was saying earlier on the show, every second Tuesday, every second Friday here on Big Blend Radio. And you can keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. Also, if you go to the International Food Wine Travel Writers Association website, you can learn about joining if you're a destination, um, if you're an association like uh, GenuineSkagitValley.com. I'm just going to be in my head forever now. Um, you can join there, a travel writer, food blogger. Um, but also learn about their upcoming uh, professional conference that's coming up in November in St. Petersburg, Florida. So you want to check that out. So thank you all for joining us and happy eating. Thank you, Lisa. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better... 
You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.